Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for being here today. You can find the podcast and Apple Podcasts. You can find it there in Spotify on the front page, of course, right there in the WDBO app. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, outside of O-Town Streamus in the WDBO app. And speaking of Orlando, it's been a tough week here, a very tough week in Orlando, Florida, with the news of multiple shootings in the Pine Hills area of Orange County. And I first want to extend my condolences to the Spectrum News 13 crew here in Orlando, everybody, to the families involved in such a senseless, tragic, and cruel story. Three people have died as of the taping of this podcast, including Spectrum News 13 journalist Dylan Lyons, just 24 years of age. Also gone, a nine-year-old child and a woman in her 20s. A man is in custody after three shootings in Pine Hills on Wednesday of this week. Orange County deputies saying they arrested 19-year-old Keith Moses in connection with the shootings, which also resulted in the hospitalization of another News 13 photographer and the mother of the nine-year-old. As of the taping, they are fighting for their lives in the hospital. Orange County deputies initially found a woman in her 20s shot to death after 11 o'clock on Wednesday morning and then later on on Wednesday afternoon late Wednesday afternoon deputies said that the suspect Keith Moses returned to the scene where that Spectrum News 13 reporter Dylan Lyons and his photographer were covering the story. Deputies said the suspect approached the news vehicle and shot both men before walking up the street and entering a house where he then shot a woman and her nine-year-old girl. Oh, by the way, the 19-year-old suspect, Keith Moses, has a lengthy, a lengthy criminal history and has previously faced charges of aggravated battery, assault with a deadly weapon, burglary, and grand theft. So the question is, what in the world is this guy doing out on the street knowing that his rap sheet is a mile long? It's so senseless, it's tragic, and to me, preventable. Anyway, I had a chance to speak with Orange County Sheriff John Mina on WDBO and asked him initially to give me his reaction to the shootings in Pine Hills. Uh, we're still trying to figure out you know, what kind of motive, what, what led him. Uh, to kill uh, these people who absolutely did nothing. You know, we're talking about a nine-year-old little girl, uh, a 20-year-old woman, and, of course, uh, you know, Dylan Lyons from News 13, and, and, and two other people injured, the girl's mom and uh, the nine-year-old girl's mom, and, of course, the photographer of News 13 uh, are still in the hospital. So it's just senseless, and, we're, you know, he will be charged. He already has been charged with uh one murder and you know we're we're working to put together the case on 
on the other shootings and uh, am 100% confident that he will be charged with all of the shootings, including uh, the killing of Dylan Lyons and the killing of the nine-year-old little girl. Sheriff, whenever these kinds of senseless shootings happen, we look for motive, as you said, and it looks to me, Sheriff, this guy was just shooting random people. I mean, that tells me this guy has absolutely no conscience whatsoever because of his long rap sheet. Did you guys know who he was, and did you suspect him in that initial shooting yesterday morning there in Pine Hills? Yes, we um, we did suspect him uh, right away because uh, the, there were three people in that vehicle, and the driver of that vehicle was cooperative, knew Keith Moses, uh, and and basically, you know, uh, was a good witness for us. So, you know, detectives were working to put their case together through evidence and um, were actually working on the arrest warrant when we were notified of the second shooting in the same area. And you're right, um, you know, we have, there's, there's no connection that we know of to uh, the house that he walked in and shot the nine-year-old girl and her mother. And uh, unknown why that happened, we're still trying to figure that out. And, and, and we'll let everyone know if we do. Sheriff, was there a law enforcement presence there at the scene in the afternoon when this guy came back? And were there thoughts that he, he may just come back to the scene? No. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this for 32 years, and uh, the suspects involved in homicides uh, do not come back to the scenes, right? And, you know, that's, that's extremely, extremely rare. In this case, the homicide scene was in a car. Uh, detectives were out there for hours, the better part of the day. They towed the vehicle. They processed the scene. Uh, you know, they collected uh, video and, and, and other evidence from the scene and cleared the scene like we do in most other cases. And you got to remember, this happened during the day. Uh, so, you know, all of our people you know, were working on it uh, almost immediately. So it, it, it didn't take long to, to gather all the evidence and clear the scene. Um, and, and tow the vehicle. Most of the processing for that type of crime is done in the vehicle, and we usually tow that to a secure facility to do the processing. So that's why, you know, uh, the detectives were, were not on scene. I had never heard of that before, that, that uh, you know, this guy actually comes back to the scene of the crime. As you said, that's rarely ever done. Your job as sheriff and, and the, your deputies, your jobs in law enforcement are difficult enough today, sheriff, but how frustrating is this for law enforcement you're doing your job you're putting these people behind bars and yet you get this guy like keith moses who has a long long criminal history and he's out there again being a menace to our society how frustrating is it for you it's extremely frustrating and you hit the, the nail on the head scott law enforcement is doing its job we arrest the same people over and over again and there just seems to be no consequences so of course you know, um, people like Moses are going to feel emboldened just to do whatever they want um, because there's no consequences for it. He was on felony probation, arrested, and you know nothing happened with that. And, um, I, I just don't think that's right. You know, a lot of focus has been on law enforcement um, these past few years as it relates to police brutality, but it really uh, our society needs to look at the criminal justice system post arrest um, to find out why why we keep arresting the same people and why are we giving these 
you know, sweetheart plea deals. It's, it's very, very frustrating. It's time to come up for answers for you guys. I mean, like I said, your job is difficult enough. What is the answer? Obviously, there's a problem within the criminal justice system. And every time something like this happens, we point the finger at the tr- criminal justice system from 30,000 feet, but nothing is ever done. If you were a king for a day, what would you do with the criminal justice system here, Sheriff? So to me, it's easy. That, I think that's a change that we can make right now. So when when people are arrested with guns and with firearms, um, you know they need to be held accountable for that, and we 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 need to stop you know letting them plead to lesser crimes, right? You know many of the people we arrest with firearms, even possession of firearm by convicted felon, uh, are not given. Uh, the sentence that they deserve. And like I said, we deal with the same people all the time. So if, if they just keep getting let out and there's no consequences, um, they're just going to keep committing their crimes. And, and it's a small number of people who are evil in this community and are actually you know, committing violence. Uh, we need to concentrate on them. And like I said, law enforcement is doing its job. When we arrest them, they need to be held accountable um, through the courts and be given serious time and, and people like him, you know, maybe shouldn't be out on the street. Uh, maybe they should be held accountable if they, they're on felony probation and they get arrested again. Uh, they should be behind bars. That's something we could do right now. That, that's not, it, it doesn't take a big change. It takes just a different philosophy. Thanks to Orange County Sheriff John Mina. That will wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast today. Appreciate you being here. You can find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.